0: What do we usually do when we want things to go perfectly? Exactly, we come up with a plan. But then sometimes, things just don't seem to work in our favor, no matter how hard we try. And after a while, we say, screw it, and we give up. But then somehow, we end up with the best possible outcome. Something completely unexpected, but it makes our day. My name is Elena Maitrak, and today's page of the Bravery Handbook is about a family adventure that didn't really go according to plan. Instead, it turned out to be so much better. Because if you think about it, it is not necessarily about what you do. It is about who you do it with and also about your attitude, your willingness to embrace the circumstances and play with them and have fun. We very much like to do things together as a family. We even go to the grocery store together every weekend. When I was a kid, it was never really like this. My dad would go to the market to get groceries while my mom, my sister, and I would clean our apartment every week. I guess it was all about making it more effective or more efficient and less about spending time together as a family. And I'm very happy that in our family, it's quite different. Whether it's walking Dasha to or from school, doing grocery shopping, going to the rock climbing gym or a boxing gym, we always try to do it together, all three of us. It works perfectly when an activity in question is something that each one of us loves equally. But of course, it's hard to expect that three people will always like the same thing. So there are activities that some of us enjoy more than others. Snorkeling is one of them. Me and Dasha really enjoy it. We enjoy being in the water, period. Last summer, I even introduced Dasha to scuba diving in the Bahamas. And later, she said it was the highlight of the whole trip. The tiny little issue is, Kevin is not a big fan of either of these activities. For scuba diving, he immediately says he would never even try. He says he hates the idea of being underwater too much. And when it comes to snorkeling, he's okay with doing it, but it's not something he would go out of his way to do. Last fall, we took a family trip to Belize, a little country in Central America that is very famous for its barrier reef, the second largest coral reef in the world. And of course, I couldn't miss an opportunity to see the sea life that inhabits that reef. I really wanted all three of us to do it together, so diving was out of the question. I know Kevin would never agree to it. But snorkeling sounded like a really nice idea, especially because the hotel that we were staying at was sitting right next to the reef. So I was hoping to see lots and lots of fish right off the shore. I was already picturing a sandy beach with palm trees everywhere and crystal clear water with fish swimming all around you. Sounds nice, doesn't it? The very first morning after we arrived, we grabbed our masks and our snorkels and went to the beach. And then we quickly discovered two problems. Problem number one. The water was quite the opposite of crystal clear. It was brown, cloudy, and very muddy. Very unexpected and disappointing, to be honest. As we were told later, because of the recent rainfalls, a lot of dirt from the land got flushed into the ocean. And this is what caused this bad brown color. You could barely see your feet in two-foot water, not to mention the fish. There was a very nice stretch of clear water out there a few hundred feet off the shore, so we could probably swim there if needed. But here was the problem number two. Boats use this stretch of water to ride up and down the coast. And if you swim there, you risk being hit by the boat. Supposedly, some girl got killed just like that last year, and we definitely didn't want to repeat her destiny. One solution would be to get a kayak and take it to the stretch of the water. The kayak would stay above the water. It would be easily visible to all the boat captains. So they would know someone is out there and would be sure to not come close to you. But here is another problem. I'm not sure if you ever tried to ride a kayak. I hadn't until that time. But it's quite tricky to get in and out. And while getting into the kayak in the shallow waters is quite easy, doing it when you're in the deep water is a completely different story, especially for such noobs as us. We would all get into one kayak, and Kevin said right away that he would just stay in it. He's quite tall, and he was worried that he wouldn't be able to get back into it if he decided to snorkel. But I really wanted all of us to go snorkeling together, so I was very committed to finding another solution. There was a pier nearby, so I thought maybe we try snorkeling off that pier. Maybe the water is clear there. Nope, it's not. Okay, maybe we can walk on the beach and see if we can find a patch of the beach north or south of the hotel where we can snorkel right off the beach. That didn't work either. The water was all the same, dirty and muddy and cloudy and absolutely not clear. By the time we got back to where we started, we had already spent a good hour walking around, carrying our masks and snorkels. We were hot and everybody was getting moody and grumpy. We were really ready to get into the water and cool down a little bit. All right, I give up. Let's get that kayak. And maybe once we are out there, I can convince Kevin to give snorkeling a try. We picked up one of the kayaks that were sitting there on the beach and all of us got in. Me and Kevin were doing all the hard work paddling. Well, Dasha was enjoying herself. But I can't really be complaining. It's a nice little workout. It didn't take us long to get to the area where the water was finally crystal clear. It was also surprisingly shallow there, and we could see a lot of seaweed, but not a lot of fish. Well, let's hop off and try to find some fish, shall we? Dasha got out of the kayak first. I followed her. I did try to convince Kevin to do the same, but he was true to his original intention. He stayed in the kayak. Okay, that's not really the whole family experience, isn't it? But at least me and Dasha can do some snorkeling together. The water there was indeed nice and clear, but we were not finding any fish. And after about 10 minutes, we collectively decided that we were ready to head back to the shore. This whole adventure appeared to be much less exciting than we anticipated. But now we face this challenge to get back into the kayak. Oh, and by the way, I forgot to mention something important. Apparently, I didn't know that until that day. There are different types of kayaks. There are these traditional ones that you have likely seen before, that I have seen before, but they don't have a lot of room inside. So we didn't pick this one as we weren't sure it would have enough room for three. Instead, we chose a different one. It looks more like a boat with taller sides and more room inside, And as a bonus, ours was made out of some clear material so we could see everything beneath it. A nice little feature. Well, it turned out that getting back into our fancy clear kayak was not an easy task at all. Its sides, or walls, or whatever you call them, were quite up there above the water. So first Dasha and then myself had to really show some advanced gymnastic skills in order to get back into it. But that was not even the biggest problem. We realized we were in trouble about 30 seconds later. As we were climbing back into our kayak, we shook it too much, and some water got in. And once all three of us were in, then our weight, combined with this water weight that got in, made it too low. So now, with every strike, more and more water was getting in. We were sinking. Within a few minutes, it became very clear that any time now we could sink completely. Kevin made the decision very quickly. He commanded, Everyone, get out of the kayak now, before it sinks completely. Thankfully, we were still in this very shallow part, no more than four feet deep. So Dasha hopped off quickly, then it was my turn, and then Kevin did the same. I was going to make a joke that since now Kevin is in the water, we can finally all go snorkeling. Oh, by the way, speaking about snorkels... Catch that one before it sinks. But Kevin quickly brought me back to reality. Olena, we need to pour all this water out of the kayak now before it gets too late. If it sinks completely, we will never be able to pull it back to the surface. Oh, he's right. Crap, it's so much heavier than I expected. Lots of exercise today, I guess. Finally, we did it. Our kayak is saved. So we are standing in the shallow water, surrounded by the seaweed, and try not to lose any of our masks or snorkels. And what do we do now? We already know that if we start jumping back in, we risk getting too much water in again. We could try swimming back to the shore, but I'm not sure Dasha will be able to make it. It's time to come up with a plan. Huh, this is a real adventure. We decide to try and get back into our kayak But this time, we're going to be very careful and do it in a different order. Dasha goes first. Kevin assists her. And once she's in, we'll give her all the circles and masks to hold on to. Oh, did I mention that just a minute ago, one of them swam away? So Dasha had to show her impressive mermaid skills to find it. Now Kevin wants me to go next so he can assist me as well we try to be as careful as possible in order not to get any water in the kayak. Some more super gymnast movements, and I'm also in. Success. Okay, but now I need my husband to get back on board as well. Because not sure what I don't want more, for him to have to swim to the shore on his own, or for me to spend the whole time with Dasha trying to make her paddle. Okay, let's do it. One nice strong jump, accompanied by unprecedented balancing skills from both me and my daughter and my husband is on. Phew, we did it. But our adventure is not over yet. We still need to make it back to the shore without sinking again. Because if we sink in the area where it's deeper, we won't be able to rescue ourselves so easily. So we really need to be careful with paddling. We start to slowly and steadily move toward the shore. And we can't stop talking about our unexpected adventure. We laugh and recall all the funny moments. And we are so proud of our little team, how well we've worked together. We are having such an awesome time. In a few minutes, we finally make it back to the shore, safely. We are sad that our adventure is over, but we are so happy we did it. Because it might have not gone as planned. But you know what? It went so much better. Thank you for being with me today as I flip another page of the Bravery Handbook. I would absolutely love to hear all about how you liked today's story and what you're taking away from it. Leave a review and let me know. And be sure to connect with me on Instagram and join Bravery Circle. A free space where we learn to embrace who we are, maximize our time and energy, and shine in both career and motherhood, as well as any other life endeavor that we choose to pursue. Until next time.